This is the Marlology Podcast. Marlowe County, Ohio. It's my home. With your hosts, Mike and Joey. Hey, Mike. Hey, Joey. Guess what? Another episode. What is this, about 14? Actually, I think this is number 15. 15 episodes and people are still listening? A few. Oh, Just wow. like, you know, we say every time, a few people. <laughs> Must Let's be curiosity. Uh, yeah, this is episode 15. 15. Episode 15. When we get to 20, are we going to have some kind of party or something? Yeah, maybe if we get to 100, we'll have Zero the Hero Day. That'll work. Like in elementary school. There we go. I remember that with uh, Mary Galloway. It was so much fun. All right. Hey, some big news. Um, they just shared from the Chesterville area. Yes. At 95 uh, and 71. The exit is getting, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Tavern. Okay. The 1834 Tavern is, has chosen the 95 exit there at 71 to be their second location. And uh, their current location's there in Centerburg. So that sounds like it's going to be another good place to uh, enjoy uh, a little food and maybe a little brouhaha. Maybe we'll have to make a trip out there and uh, come back and report what we find. Yeah, and I just wanted to share that this is going to be um, out there at the, um, just past the exit actually, just over behind the McDonald's area, um, down right past there. Um, Cheyenne Holtry Peck actually posted this on the Think Local first page um, out there by her new new offices. So that's that's pretty exciting. Getting some more restaurants, a tavern. Ooh. Well, I think they're working on making Morrow County a destination for people to uh, to head towards. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, we are we are in a roundabout way. We truly are. Uh, you know, we're between Columbus and, and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we do we have some pretty cool stuff here to you know to bring people to. Um, so this week I was looking through to see if there's uh, much going on in the upcoming events. I don't really see too much going on um, this week. It appears that um, well something just coming up later this month and what is that? Uh, it's going to be in Cardington. They're going to have their street fair on the 25th and 26th. That's a Friday and Saturday. Oh, yes. I have not seen that advertisement yet, so I apologize for not sharing that already. Um, it looks like on June 13th, uh, it, do you remember me talking about the horse-centered meditation and prayer circle? I do. Uh, I think two weeks ago, maybe. Um, that's going to happen on June 13th, um, and that is going to be located in Marengo at Circle P Sanctuary. And if you want information about that, go to the Think Local First, Morrow County, Ohio uh, group. Join that group if you're not already there. Um, And those are the only two events that are listed. However, I would like to share with everyone a link uh, or a series of links. So if you would, please go out and like the Mar Little Theater webpage uh, and, and Facebook page. We actually just posted for our first time, Mike, we are going to host a show live in your home. Yes. Well, kind of live in your home. (laughs) Like, we're not coming to your home, but we are coming to your home. So we're coming to your TV or to your computer or to your phone or your tablet or that'll whatever. be on a friday night a saturday and a sunday afternoon correct yep, just so you're going to be able to watch it and it's going to give you almost the same exact feeling other than being able to actually see 
us live in person. Um, we recorded, so as we're talking now, we just finished tearing down the set and putting it away. Um, and so we recorded, and uh, we saw a first draft already. Um, and it's interesting, you know, lighting color choices are different when mm -hmm. you're recording than when, you know, you're in uh, you're a real person. And, and sound is, is completely different. So on Jan June 25th at 7 p.m., June 26th at 7 p.m., and June 27th at 2 p.m., you're going to be able to see in your home, on your couch, or on, on the patio, Mar Little Theater's production of Nonsense Amen, where five men are playing nuns and um i know you've seen the show before i have um, i want to see our version to see how they compare it is a comedy 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 musical it's it is a funny show the way that it's written um so go out there like the mar little theater page um we will be posting those links into the um into the think local first page um hopefully wes if you're listening don't don't delete those for me. I need to get those out there. Um, and keep Mar Little Theater being the only community theater program in Morrow County. Yeah, it's exciting that uh, I know COVID really put a, a damper on what you were going to do last year. I know you had at least two shows scheduled for 2020. We had there four shows four scheduled. Four shows. We were two weeks away from, from opening night when we had to cancel one of them. Yeah. So this is a way to... Gradually get back into the live performances that, that we all uh, love and enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah. and um, hey, why we got a second here? I want to thank a, a group of people that have done some really cool work and, and do some really cool work, and it's actually the Cardington Soccer League. Oh, really? Yeah. So my little guy, Isaac, who's five, decided he wanted to play soccer because his cousins are playing soccer um, up in Bucyrus, and so we signed him up in Cardington. And we had just a fantastic experience with them. This was the first year, so we didn't really know what to expect, and neither one of us are soccer fans. <laughs> so that was, you know, something unique. And um, I want to shout out to Megan Greenwall and Dalton Edwards, mm -hmm. who were Isaac's coaches. Both of them are high school students, um, and they did a fantastic job. The overall, um, the overall season, you know, it was so neat to see the little kids because they're all, you know, four, five, and six. Mm -hmm. um, or they're not six yet. They will be. Um, so they're like four and five-year-olds. And they're, when they first started, they didn't know, you know, what to do. And then as you know, each game, you got to see more and more and more. And I really, I really liked um, how the two coaches worked together because they're teaching them the basics. And you could see it building week after week. And yesterday's, we had tournament games yesterday. Okay. Two games in Mount Vernon. And it was phenomenal. But again, shout out to Dalton and to Megan. Um, thank you guys. Great job on those. Um, and um, let's see here. What else has been going on, Mike? I mean, do you know anything else that's been going on in the, in the Well, I, I, nothing that's going on in the future, but uh, this past Monday was Memorial Day, and there were services all around the county. With The weather was perfect. I participated in the uh, Cardington uh, Memorial Day service along with the rededication of the Civil War Monument, and it was, it was outstanding. Um, a big shout out to those that, uh, that put that thing together and those that participated. It was a wonderful, wonderful event. And the weather cooperated. That's, that, was, that was wonderful. 
I saw the um, pictures from Cardington, and it looked like a, a great turnout, um, a great presentation from what I was able to see of it. So kudos to you guys for that. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And I think they got the uh, 300 and I think it's 303 people to represent each of the people whose names were on the monument to walk in the parade. I was one of those. So um, that in itself is a big feat in, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hey, Mike, you know what? I just realized, um, sorry, switching gears again. Um, we have forgotten a restaurant. We've talked about multiple restaurants around the county. Yes, yes. We have forgotten one because we don't really think of it as a restaurant person. What's that? So um, the Yellow Pine Cafe. Do you know where that's at? Uh, refresh my memory. It is at the Old Pine Lakes Golf Course, what is now the KOA. Oh, oh, there's a restaurant back there. Yes. So they had a full restaurant there when they were a golf right, course. Right, right. Um, and they kept that. And I'm looking here. It looks like they've got burgers and seafood baskets. Um, okay. So I was just reading their script. And they, so here's like sides, right? And on here it says full hookup nachos. Do you get it? It's a camping, like... You get full uh, hookup with sewer Okay, light. I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I just thought that was kind of comical. But I just happened to see that on the page here as I was scrolling down. So, all right, folks. Well, there's not uh, um, too much. But we hope that you um, got to uh, enjoy a little rest and relaxation on Memorial Day. And remember those who, you know, some, um, all gave some. Some gave and all. some gave all, uh, and and as the saying goes, is the the fa- the flag does not move for the wind, but for the breath that was given for it to move. Oh my! Yes, yes. And I think every time I hear that, you know, I kind of get goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps now, but I think that's something that you know I wish I would have thought about last week when we talked about that. But you know, it's still pretty present today. Well, so. and and um, Memorial Day, it, we consider that the start of summer unofficially. And we have cookouts, we go to the beach, we do all these things. And I think we should, but in doing that, we should also take time to remember those that did give their lives so we can have those freedoms. Exactly, exactly. Um, Just a reminder, June 14th through the 19th, Headwaters Outdoor Education Center is doing an environmental-focused youth camp. Um, It runs from 9.30 to 11.30, so it's Monday through Saturday. Registration is due by June 7th, so that is today when you hear this. Uh, Registration is due by um, Monday the 7th. Call 419-946-7923, and that is ideal for uh, youth's grade kindergarten through five, but it's open to all ages, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. and they're going to complete environmental activities uh, with local environmental educators. So I think that's kind of um, exciting there. And we're going to share that right now to the Marology podcast website. So as I'm typing it right now, we're, we're going to share it right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what else? Is there anything... Um, the, in the last week, you know, since Memorial Day, it was a short week last week with the holiday. I mean, is there anything, Mike, that you thought? Uh, uh, nothing really newsworthy that I know of. Okay. Well, you know, I just thought, you know. We can't be the uh, center of excitement all the time here in Morrow County. <sighs> Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> um, 
Well, let's see here. I think that is a pretty good, there's not, there's not been a lot. So folks, if you know of events, um, send them to us. If they're not on Facebook, we're not seeing them, unfortunately. We're trying to, to get as much as possible um, out there to you as information-wise, but I scour a couple pages on Facebook to find events, and we just haven't been able to find uh, a lot going on recently. So I don't know if things just aren't happening or we're just not seeing it on Facebook or they're not getting on Facebook. So, All right, folks, that's your current events. This week's Morrow County Flashback brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. Mike, so you have our history flashback. Yes, I do. And so what today, are we talking about? Well, today we're going to talk about the uh, uh, Morrow County seat, which we know is Mount Gilead, was won by a card game. Did you know that? I did not, and that sounds a little weird. It does sound a little weird. But this is an article that was written by James Miller uh, that was put in the threads of time in the 100, uh, during 1998, the 150th anniversary of Morrow County. So Mr. Miller... Uh, wrote a lot of uh, very good articles, and I will be sharing some of those. And I'll be sharing this one right now. Morrow County was one of the last counties to be formed in Ohio. Settlers began to move into the area as early as 1808. In 1824, the town of Whetstone, or Youngstown, was laid out in eastern Marion County. Since there was already another settlement in Marion County named Whetstone, this led to confusion as more pioneers arrived in the area. To solve the problem, the village's name was changed to Mount Gilead by the Ohio legislature in 1832. By the 1840s, the population in the area was growing rapidly and the inhabitants found it inconvenient traveling to Marion, Mount Vernon, Mansfield, or Delaware to conduct business at their respective courthouses. This led to local demands that a new county be formed with possibly Mount Gilead as the county seat. Also, an economic incentive uh, for landowners was that historically uh, land values always increased rapidly around a new county seat. In 1847, the residents of the area sent a petition to the Ohio State Legislature requesting a new county be formed. After agreement was reached on what territories Marion, Knox, Richland, and Delaware counties would give up to form the new county, a dispute arose over the location of the county seat. For a town to be named the county seat, it had to, be, it had to provide uh, buildings for a jail and a courthouse. A decade delay in forming a new county resulted in the villages of Chesterville, Mount Gilead, Cardington, and Marengo each presenting a plan to the legislature to designate their town as the county seat for the new county. Starting with the legislative session of 1845-46, each town had a lobbying group in Columbus promoting their plan. Marengo's plan received little support and was dropped, but the rival plans of Chesterville and Mount Gilead were bitterly contested. Chesterville was the oldest and largest town in the new county with approximately 500 residents. Cardington was located on the Whetstone Creek and had several mills and businesses. Mount Gilead was centrally located in the new county. Delegations from each town journeyed to Columbus to lobby their case before the legislators. 
it soon became apparent that the Chesterville and Mount Gilead delegations were the best lobbyists. During the 1847 session, a poll of legislators showed only two votes were needed to form the new county according to Mount Gilead's plan. One vote was gained by simply changing the name of the proposed county. Marshall County had been suggested in honor of Chief Justice John Marshall, but some of the legislators did not like Justice Marshall and refused to vote for a new county. A senator from Morrow in Warren County promised that if the Mount Gilead people would change the name of the new county's proposed name from Marshall to Morrow in honor of the former governor, Jeremiah Morrow, he would vote favorably. Proponents of the Mount Gilead plan also found their plan could be approved by the absence of a single adverse vote. So a clever trick was devised. The legislator uh, had not set a definite time for the presentation of the petitions, so many of the Morrow County people played cards in the legislative waiting room. Senator Olds of Pickaway County, who supported the Chesterville plan, was known to be very fond of playing cards, and the schemers had little difficulty in interesting him in his favorite game in a back room with some Mount Gilead retainers. This was all that was necessary, but to make his absence doubly certain, Mount Gilead lobbyist George N. Clark locked the players in the room. The bill to create the new county with Mount Gilead as the county seat was introduced for a vote. Senator Olds was sought in vain, but his colleagues and consequently uh, the bill passed by a meager majority. This occurred in the afternoon. Mr. Clark at once borrowed fellow townsman Dr. William Geller's horse and started homeward with the good news. As the news preceded them on their uh, march, a small army gathered, and when the procession came into Mount Gilead, the town was wild with excitement. Within a few days, an ox roast was held with all the residents of the county invited to attend. The Chesterville supporters forgot they had lost because of the dirty trick and joined in the celebration for Morrow County. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, okay. All right. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. Well, what can you say? <laughs> I mean, yes, sure, it was a dirty trick, but okay. Wow. You know, to me, Mount Gillian makes more sense because it's more centrally located in the county. So It is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. that. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a pretty cool article. And that looks like, what, what is that in? You say, is that in a... Well, this was a publication that was put out by the Sentinel back in 1998 called The Threads of Time. And it had, it's a history of Morrow County. And um, the Morrow County Historical Society has plenty bundles of these. If somebody wants one, uh, we ask for maybe a donation of a dollar. If somebody's really interested in history and doesn't have a dollar, you can have one. But the History Center is open Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4. And uh, you could stop in and ask for your copy of The Threads of Time and get this and many other stories about Morrow County's history. So, Mike, walking in today, since we record upstairs in the this, in this studio that we have here, the makeshift studio, um, I noticed that it appears just in the last two months, at least, that some of the displays have already changed. Oh, yeah. We try to uh, freshen things up and change. Uh, right now, there is a display of uh, memorabilia from the Cardington tornado. Which, I thought things looked windblown. 
You were setting me up for that, weren't I you? I sure was, and you <laughs> fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Well, uh, June 13th will be the 40th anniversary of the tornado, and uh, of course, the Mara County Historical Society thought it only appropriate to have a display featuring items from uh, concerning the tornado. Yeah, and, and of course, I wasn't around for that, but my mom tells a story that, you know, when she was, she says, I went through the tornado, you know, um, and then hearing uh, Mayor Susie Payton talk about mm -hmm. it, she told me her story about, you know, being in her house and, and her kids were young um, and she was at home and, and she said that it, it, the sound, she just, the way that she described it, she said, I think she said freight train is really, and yes. you hear that, mm -hmm. you hear that that's what it's like and she, and she just listening to her tell the story um, was so interesting because, you know, I've been through a tornado, but we made it to the basement. I didn't hear anything except for the rain. Um, but, you know, to he see something, and it, I mean, it really wasn't a, a, that big of a tornado. I mean, um, not like what happened in Cardington. So that's, that's pretty impressive that um, it's been 40 years. 40 years, June 13th, 1981. When I worked at ODOT, there was a picture when you walked into the office space uh, here at dist at uh, the Morrow County office, just mm -hmm. next to the sheriff's department, um, you walk in and there's a picture of the state trucks lined up around the block, helping to haul debris away. I think we have a copy of that picture in the lobby here at the uh, uh, Morrow County History Center in that display. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I, I that it was, it's just one of those that's like wow, I I, I didn't realize. Um, you know, if you're not there, you you can't. And someday I'm sure that my kids will, well, we were young w with COVID, but we didn't realize, you know. Yeah, that'll be their thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, and they never lived through 9-11. Right. I lived through 9-11. You know, I can remember exactly where I was, you know. So it's, a, it's those certain things, you know. And So what else is going on with the, since we're in the flashback, anything happening with the um, Historical Society or coming up? Well, um, we do have... Uh, Putting you on the spot here, Mike, sorry. <laughs> we do have a new display this year. We've opened up a room that hadn't been open previously that uh, displays school memorabilia from a lot of from the one-room schools and some from the, um, the later consolidated schools. And we have a little bit of a schoolroom set up down there with the teacher's desk and with the, with the kids' desk with the inkwells and so on. So uh, that's an interesting room. And there are pictures around the wall of some of the one-room schools that were in Morrow County. So that's something worth coming to see. And a trip to the Morrow County History Center does not cost you anything. But if you can, we ask that you do, do leave a, do, do, a donation. I can't even say the word. So, um, yeah. Folks, I mean, if you haven't been here, um, it used to be a bank. And it was you know, pretty the empty lobby. It was pretty empty. Um, the Historical Society has basically packed that space full of history. I mean, in every nook and corner down there, there is history everywhere. Um, and I was looking, so right behind uh, the front desk there, there's a counter. And that counter looks really old. Yes, it came from the uh, West Point General Store. West Point was up... Um that's at 40 and 29? Yes, yes. Yeah. Up, up close to where the Northmore School is now, actually, yes. Yeah, so just, it's in between uh, 19 and 61 there. It's yes. the crossroads right in between those two. You got it. Yeah, yeah. we used to live in Westport, West Point. Okay. Um, not the West Point, but yeah. So uh, the general store stood, I'm guessing, on, a, on the corner there? 
I am not clear on that. I think it. I think it was probably that building that you're talking about that did set stand in that corner. Um, West Point, you know, had a church or two and had a store, and it was a bustling little place once upon a time. Well, I mean, when you had a horse and buggy, I mean, you didn't travel far, so they would set up. You know, it's not like you would drive to Columbus every day like we do now. So. Right. All right. Well, great. Thanks, Mike. If you would like to contact the Morrow County Historical Society, you can contact us at morrowcohs at gmail.com. That is morrow, M-O-R-R-O-C-O-H-S at gmail.com. Or you can write us at 17 West High Street, Mount Gilead, 43338. Or you can also contact the Morrow County Historical Society on our Facebook page. <laughs>